Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowlology Report. Damien Fleming, Bradley Hodge. Now, Hodge, before we get into a bit of international cricket and state cricket, we need to talk school cricket. Mm. And your Halbury College <laughs> just happened to beat my Wesley College on Saturday. Yep. You were there front and centre, you were strutting around, you could just see, you, you have a real presence there. But the scenario... Wesley scored 215, yeah. 216 to win. You've coached... They're top seven really well. They all Thank look you. very good batsmen. But it just it fell apart a little bit late. A couple of good death bowling overs by Wesley. Gets down to last ball. Three runs needed. Mm-hmm. My son, Braden, yep. comes into bowl. We mm-hmm. get the fi- our captain, Charlie Dean, gets the fields right. If he gets bat, we're saving boundaries. Yep. And, but I heard stopping, you pushed all the, uh, the But stopping twos. Releases yep. the ball. The left-hander, number 10, who likes hit to leg, moves across the crease, misses the ball, and we have won the game. We're beating Harbour College. Unfortunately, our wicketkeeper, who kept beautifully the whole day, misses the ball. You win with four bites. Yep, I know. Are you really taking that? Well, we'll take it. That's the way the cricket game works. Um, I I couldn't believe it. I had to leave early, but I... uh... I was on the phone to the coach while... Um, how, was, how was your coach going? I mean, well, it, well, I sort of rang him during the last four overs every time. Um, you know, he said, oh, I think we've got this one under control. We need 11 <laughs> off 18 balls. And then... It's got school the, cricket, though. My God. And I said, oh, we'll cruise this one in. Rang him the next... Oh, so we've just lost the wicket. It's getting a bit tight. And then it gets to... We need four runs off the last over. And I'm like, what is going on? And then we lose a wicket first ball... And then it gets down to the last ball, and I'm like, "Well, you're gone. You're out." I thought we're gone here, and then, um, and then, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, you guys probably should have won that game, Um, but. But I just love cricket. Just throws up so many different things, doesn't it? Then Scott, we watched the game, Kerry and Wesley, the week before. Kerry lose seven for eight. We lose eight for 20 and yeah. Kerry end up winning. So there's collapses. And then in this game, the batting and partnerships was, was fantastic. Yeah. But I must admit, that was the least likely scenario. And in hindsight, we should have dropped the keeper back 30 metres, shouldn't we? <laughs> well, in theory, you yeah, don't but think it, of that. it's probably against the spirit of the game. And it's probably something which, you know, you don't sort of talk about really, but you're no. right. Because that's probably... Well, you don't, wanna, you don't want to be captaining from off the field. And no. Charlie Dean did a great job. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we're just there to advise, aren't we? And, and let the players do their jobs on the field. But it's look, it's good fun. I, I really enjoy my time down there at Halebury the last few seasons. And, um, you know, we're going well. We, we were champions last year, so we're trying to... 
get back to back, and you know how important. It's the... just on your CV. Is it on your LinkedIn CV? Uh, look, I haven't updated my LinkedIn you actually. Gotta I've got to do it. I keep getting uh, some advice from LinkedIn, um, but it hasn't sort of been the forefront of what I'm trying to do. So I've, I've just got to patiently. I'll get there one day. No, no, we'll, um, we might just update that. Yeah, next I, week. I've got more important things going on at the moment. I met with David Barham. Yes. Our boss yesterday at Channel Ooh, yeah. 7, and that was pretty cool, actually. So we talked some shop about, you know, what's expected and, and, and stuff during the summer. So I really enjoyed that. I'm really I looking forward to that. So you're very busy, the big bash. You've got a bit of work. Got on. a bit of work to do, yep. I'm doing every game which Pana doesn't want to do, Yeah, basically. I've well, got, like, got the big fixtures. But wasn't that um, the same as your one-day career? Pretty much, yep. So you'd only come if Punter didn't want to play. Pretty much. And then you go, well, why can't I play yeah. if, if number five's struggling? So that's a bit of a sign of your career. I think he's missed the trick, actually, Punter there. I thought he actually could have promoted me as vice-captain for Australia. Yeah. And then whenever he, whenever he wanted to have a rest as captain, captain. I could have taken over. Not yeah. Gilly. I thought we could have had a bit more continuity there. But I we'll hope you've been following that. Google Gilly on social media because well. he has zero votes well, in the social media. Do you just wait Komodo. for later hey, on. What a fall. He came third last year. I had him as one of the favourites. He's doing a nice little job there on Fox. But the self-promotion isn't there. Hey, things you need to know in cricket this week. Okay, it's another round of Shield cricket. <laughs> have we found any other new batsmen that are definitely in for the first Test match? Well, I've no. got Usman, and now I've got Sean Marsh. No one seems to know, actually. Um, you know, there's some real curiosity about which way this test selection is going to go, and it's actually potluck. And uh, look, we've got some stats here, which is compliments of Daryl. Thanks, Daryl Davies. And, and he said the highest batting average in the Shield since the start of the season, um, 500 runs minimum. Sean Marsh, 60. Uh, Matthew Wade, 53.3. <laughs> Uh, Marcus Harris, 51.95. Glenn Maxwell, 50. Joe Burns, 49. Cameron White, 46. Travis Head, 44. That doesn't help us a lot in uh, finalising this first 11 for our test series. And uh, God help us all because this is probably the first time where not only... It's normally for one spot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, is... so are you comfortable, Usman, if he fits play, Sean Marsh with just the amount of runs just plays? Well, pretty pretty much, Usman's so the only still one that's four. actually selected. I'm still yeah. questioning Sean Marsh. Yeah, you've got to pick him only because he got an excellent one day hundred. It was a really good one day hundred, and he's got some a form lot on of the shield board. Runs. And he got some shield runs, which is great. So that says that's 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 money. In I've the got bank. him in. You're in. Yeah, I've got him in too. And uh, the quality of batsmanship, and also he's got some leadership qualities as well, which will help. Paying you on the field as well, which is pretty good. And yeah. runs in Australia last year um, yeah. helped. But um, but the reason there's questions about him is he averaged three against Pakistan. And yeah. he averaged about 12 against South Africa. So the so, series before. So this all happens here. So of the contenders, four spots, yeah. um, who are you liking? No one really sealed the deal, did they? Marcus Harris, another 60 in the second innings. So at least he's keeping his name up yep. there. Hanscom fails. Wade's 130, so now he is averaging 82 this year. Yep. You've got Doolan, who's averaging 55. Yep. Out of those guys, are they all a chance, or who's the most likely? Well, most likely, I think, will be... Uh... Oh, look, oh. <laughs> it's awfully confusing. The way I see it, that, look, I'm a bit of a selection infiltrator. 
I've hacked into a few. I heard that was a selection whisperer. Oh, whisperer, infiltrator, whatever okay, you want to call what's, it. What, what penetrator. You, what's whispering? What's well, look, I've heard that uh, through the grapevine, I've heard that Renshaw and Finch will open the batting. Wow. Um, and Biology I'm not, report. I'm not Exclusive. sure how true that is. I mean, and I'm a fan of Renshaw. I thought he was unlucky to get dropped in the first place. He should have played against Pakistan. Yeah, he should have. But in terms of runs, he's got zero runs on his return. So if we're looking at that sort of form... And did you see his reaction in the second innings? He did get an 80 in the game before, but three failures. I don't know whether he thought he hit it. Yeah. So there was disappointment of the decision, but then he walked off as if that's another opportunity lost. Yeah, because they probably know that... uh... You know, that is an opportunity. But he is playing against the best. He, he was against the test yeah, attack. Very so good. you're yeah. allowed to have a bad game against those guys. I mean, like you said, do you want to be Matty Harris the week before and um, go down and get 250 against a half-baked Set, pop gun attack? Yeah. yeah. But for me, if if Renshaw doesn't play, then Harris is in. Marcus Harris. Yep. And I would pick him. And I think he's a young kid. I think there has been history between him and Justin Langer. It was reported... In he said that there was no no angst or history. Well, yeah. Hopefully that's passed under the bridge, but there has been past. No, JL gave him a bit of a clip when he left. Yeah, he did. Mediocre, um, he called his career up to that date. But he averages 47 for Victoria um, since he's moved over here. So that's, that. You know, I mean, you look at some of the career averages, yep. they're not great. I mean, that alone's got to put up yet. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's that's getting you... That's getting your game at number five or six, anywhere. So going forward then, so Aaron Finch, I was going to say, where does he bat for Victoria? So you've answered that. Well, I've heard his, but I have heard on the grapevine whispering, whispering. Um, that Finch will open. I think this is a mistake. Uh, I'd love to see Finch in that test side. I don't think he deserves to be in the test but side. in the middle order. I think he should bat five, yep. Um, that's where I'd have him, only because... He has averaged 45, around 45.50 for Victoria and Surrey. So he's done his apprenticeship in 4A cricket and you know he's, he's had a really good couple of seasons batting in that middle order. And I think that's where he's dangerous. I think there is a spot, best. I think, at 4 or 5 for a right-hander to, to play Ashwin. Yeah. Well, that's, that's horses for courses. I think we've just got to pick our best six batters. And get him in there, but I do think I don't we, know who it who it is. No, though. we We're don't. We're going into another round where yeah. I still think um, a Renshaw hundred probably gets you in. Yeah. Um, maybe a Hanscom hundred gets you in. Finch yeah. runs gets you in. Um, they're, they're the ones. A uh, Travis Head. Yeah. If he gets hundreds, is is he in? And then have you got Mitchell Marsh at six? Well, I have only because we haven't seen enough of Stoinis to put any pressure yeah. on him. Um, and he, look, he got 150 or whatever it was. It was at Allen Border Field. It's a flat wicket. It still runs. Yeah. Like, you know, he's done his it job. It still he's... looks good. And he, why did he get a 40 in the second year? Well, I think the frustration that we have with the two Marsh brothers is that we see this form in Shield cricket and then they go to the top and they clunk four times and then get 100 and then clunk another five times and get 100. Consistency. So we're lacking that consistency. So if we can actually... Uh, come to grips with that and come to terms with that. Um, the problem is right now we don't have Warner and Smith to bank on to make ah. 70% of our runs 
to allow those guys to happen. So that's the so big issue. Marcus Stoin, the great thing is the, the T20 players will play those three T20s against mm. India and they will play the Shield round. So the, the door is still ajar for a Marcus yep. Stoinis if he had a cracking game. Yeah. To, to, to still slip in at number six. But at this stage, I've got Mitchell Marsh there as well. Well, I think technically Marcus Thornis is probably... He's probably in our best 10 to 12 batters in Australia. You know, well, he batted three for a few years yeah. there for Victoria. Yeah. Uh, just going back to the Finch argument, I think that things when you... when you, You've got to learn from your mistakes. We've got to learn from the past as well. And we picked... Uh, Chris Rogers, a traditional opener to come in and open the batting for Test cricket, especially because we know Test cricket is hard. It's yes. a tough game. It's called a Test. Exactly, and there's no tougher initiation than walking out in a Test match and marking centre as an opening batter, facing a new ball against the best bowlers and in thinking, the world. I haven't done this for a while. No, so <laughs> that's where I question Finch. So, um, is there a possibility Joe Burns is still? As a right-handed opener, yep. he scored test hundreds up there, and then Finch can slot in at number five. So it still gives you a right and left, whether it's Renshaw or Harris, Usman, Sean Marsh, and then it can be Finch, um, Hanscom, Head, someone like that. Look, I did have Burns in there last week. I've scrapped him now. Um, Go on. Only because I think Marcus Harris has done enough uh, over the last period of time to then go, okay, if we're bringing in, if we're bringing back Renshaw, who's, who's played, yeah. what, 10, 10 tests, maybe? Yep. 10 or 15. Um, give it an opportunity to this youngster um, and, and go for it. I like the idea of Burns, but I don't think he's done quite enough here. Give him one more chance, see what happens if he nails it, he's in. You know we'll be talking about this next week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the beauty of it. And, and quickly, obviously, the bands weren't overturned, so there's no Bancroft, Smith and Warner. Yep. You, you felt comfortable with that last week. I was sort of mounting, trying to yeah. mount a bit of an argument to, to get them back into shield. Yeah, cricket. I've sort of come back around to your way, actually. I, I've, I've thought long and hard about this, and I'll be interested to see what your, what your, what your opinions are. And if anyone can cricket from Cricket Australia or above can explain to me, in particular, why the guys have got all three, all, why is there a different band time frame to, uh, to Bancroft than there is Smith and Warner? Well, I think it was a little bit of, uh, about experience, wasn't it? And, and leadership roles. Bancroft as a newcomer into the team. Yeah. You felt, I think they were just trying to justify as captain and vice captain, you actually get judged at a higher um, regard than than a, okay. than a new guy going in. So if but you, Bancraft was the if actual If you're player. 19 years of age and you murder someone, oh, you're, still, you're still trialled as a murderer at 19. But if you're trialled at 60, you still have the same judgment call as that 19-year-old. Okay. So what I'm saying is They that should have had the same amount of ban. That's what, I, that's what I'm alluding to, yep. So, well, that was a different one in that um, instead of allowing, um, getting rid of the bands altogether, yep. they could have argued, can Smith and Warners just link in with Bancroft? Because Bancroft will play the big yeah. bash, I think, first game after. Well, that's what year. I'm suggesting. Okay. Why, why, why is it different? So, for me, Bancroft's playing for his country, right? He's over 18. He's old enough to make judgment calls. He can drive, he can drink. Which is right and what's wrong. Yeah. So he knew that that was wrong. He's the man with the loaded gun, so yep. to speak. Smith, I think the penalty was high because he's captain. I'm yep. just questioning why David Warner, who physically actually didn't do anything on this particular day, 
got more. Yeah. Okay. So has he been punished for doing something in the past? Uh, I think it's more about the, the... Well, Steve Smith wasn't even part of the initial conversation, was yeah. it? No. I mean, what we led to believe was, oh, I don't want to know. Uh, what are you doing? What, I don't know what about... Yeah. What, I don't want to know about it. Uh, he did the press conference um, and they didn't tell... The, they were talking about sticky tape. Yeah. And for me, it didn't matter if it was sticky tape or sandpaper. Yeah. It's still the same theory, isn't it? That you're going to cheat to... Yeah. Um, you know, mess up the ball there. But no, I mean, that's a fair argument because, I mean, you know, Bancroft at 25 is still old enough to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm pretty sure if you're 25, you know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, you But make, regardless, you the choice. ACA are disappointed. They're not going to go any further. So, bang, we, we won't yeah, be seeing that. I, I, I have come around to your sort of... Yeah, I'd like to see Warner and Smith filter back into yeah. our system ASAP, actually. I'm not saying they should get... Selection or test selection, they should have to no, work I just back into playing that. At, I just wanted them playing shield cricket. I yeah. just thought it was better for the competition. I thought the penalties were too harsh straight yeah. away. There was new information through the review saying that the impact from above, uh, the culture had yeah. filtered down to the team. Um, and even I, you know, you're talking about the justice system, um, you know, time off for good behaviour. Mm. Yeah, can we review it? That you know, it sounds like they've done everything, particularly Stephen Smith, you know, yeah, out in the community and blah blah blah. Can they get time off for, for good behaviour? Well, that's what I was thinking. Well, well, they're not. I mean, they've released someone from the Bali Nine early, coming okay. out today. Why can't our guys get released early for good behaviour? That's what you're suggesting. Okay, well, finish that. I, I, I don't know if that, that that doesn't lead me into anything. The Bali Nine, and then I'm going into the Indian Test squad. Anyway, um, yep. What about their batting? I, I've got a bit of a theory. As as good as, and we'll talk about their their pace bowling later on, India. Um, I don't reckon this is their their best batting lineup that's come out to Australia. When I think about Tendulkar, um, Ganguly, Laxman, Dravid, mm. those type of players, like King Coley's, yeah. if not the best player in the world. Yeah. Besides that, there's some fine players. Um, when I look at that Indian team, we'll go through them individually, but besides Pajara, who, who's got a bit of laxman about him, hasn't yeah. he? And he's yeah. happy to bat time. Yeah. The rest of this batting lineup, maybe VJ to, um, to a little bit, gee, they're stroke players. They don't leave a lot of balls. No, they so don't. They, if the pitches are flat, they could score and score quickly. But if you want to go through them, I mean, you've seen a lot of Kale Raal. Yeah. He's an unbelievable hitter of the ball, isn't he? And, and a fine stroke player. How yeah. do you think he'll go out here? Look, I think he'll dominate, actually. I really do. Um, oh, just going through those names you just mentioned, I don't think there's anyone less, would average less than 50 in that sort of lineup. That's that's a lineup which is you know similar to what we had in the 2000s with Langer, Hayden, Ponting, Martin, yeah. Gilchrist, uh, Michael Clark, whoever played, didn't matter. Um, averaging 50. And then getting in number seven, still averaging 50. Yeah. I think this side's a little bit like this. Um, I think they're certainly vulnerable, for sure. Uh, I think KL Rahul will dominate out here. I think he'll be really good. Um, so will King Kohli. I think Pratip Shaw is an interesting one. How he'll go against Stark, Hazelwood and Cummings consistently on a bouncing wicket. We know that the Likes Indians... to play square of the wicket, yeah. but it's going to be extra bouncy. Yeah, I, I think that he'll... Uh, I think he'll have a tough series, but I think you'll see glimpses of dominance as well. 
Um, the, and they've definitely, if he doesn't start, you know, merely VJ as a backup. He, he, he actually more an orthodox opener, isn't he? He plays yeah. a bit more correct in the V. Average 60 out here last time. Yes, on flat pitches, but yeah. he still scored a couple hundreds. Not an easy guy to get out. Um, and he's quite capable of batting, you know, six or seven hours if need be. Uh, if you chuck him in there at the crease with Pujara, you got some hard toil coming yeah. up. Uh, they're very much the walls of this Indian lineup. King uh, Coley, what a player. Um, so how are we getting him out? Well, if it's flat, I think we're going to struggle. Um, I really do. Fatigued. And, and I think he's really in a mindset which Ooh. he's ready to punish Australia, I reckon. And uh, that's... I think we'll have to come up with some real, uh, how do you say this? Um, I'll say flamboyant bowling where I really think it's going to be licorice all sorts. Like chuck a bouncer in, chuck a yorker in. It might cost you some T20 runs. T20 type bowling. Yeah, but we might have, I don't think, I think he's good enough just to consistently leave the ball or if you target the stumps for a period of time, he's good enough. So I'd like to see some licorice all sorts really come in and bowl a few bouncers Chuck a few Yorkers in with some slow balls the old and mix Queensland it up. Queensland even, like wide corridor. Pluck about 10th, 11th stump, put in an extra gully. Let him, let maybe, him reach for the ball. maybe, I don't know. maybe. We're not sure how he's going to play or, or, or do that. But um, but you know what they'll say in the team meeting. They've been doing this for 100 years. Coley, uh, yeah, great player. Bit vulnerable early. Yeah, pitch the ball up. Bit of a nicker yep. early. That's the same with 80% Something, of the players, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the average is 50, 60 so they know, he knows the recipe. Oh, look, maybe something different. Maybe come around the wicket straight away. Well, when you say licorice all sorts, I always think of Mitchell Stark, though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's not um, he's not as consistent as Cummins and Hazelwood. Yeah. You know, you back him, just go, mate, you, you go that in-swing Yorker a few times. Yeah. Now, if he gets away, well, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. But that that's his gum ball. Yeah. That can knock over anybody. This is, the, oh, this is the series where I think I'd love to see Mitchell Johnson... At his best, up against the Vivac Coley. He's know. trying. He's throwing some tweets out there. <laughs> isn't he? Yes. Isn't he? Um, it's, that's sort of licorice all sorts that I mean. You know, that we're just that extra pace of a bumper or, you know, a few wide ones that don't hit the wickets and then just sort of trying to get Vivac well, out of his I also rhythm. just think with, with Mitchell Johnson, just the hostility. Yeah. That's and, what and we're And these guys are, wouldn't be far off his pace. Mm. Um but they don't get that awkward bounce off a length yeah. that, that Johnson got. Oh, sorry, the other guy who's obviously a fine player is Rahane. Yeah. I think he's vulnerable, though, Rahane. I don't think he's been consistently as strong as, he, as the Indian team would have thought. He's a lovely guy, and he fits into the team very well. Worker of the ball. Yeah, yeah. but he's not averaging 50, and that's a drama, um, batting at four or five. I think probably statistically he's around 37, 38. Yeah. So to me, that says vulnerable, you know, at the test level. Um, can get out early once you get in. Pretty good player. But he's not going to hurt you consistently. He's not going to take the game away from you. I think that the next guy which they've picked... He's averaging 41, but um, they did struggle in England. They bowled well, but mm. besides Coley, uh, Rahul got 100. Um, their keeper, Rashad Punt, got 100. He's the man. He scores very quickly. He's the man. He's the Adam Gilchrist of the modern day. Um, and if those top six get off and running, he's going he's gonna to torture Australia. So if he comes in for anything over five for 300 or 250... It's going to Good be luck. torture. I'll, 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 I'll probably back this guy in the average 40 or 50 on this tour. Um, 
His career is that great. Seventy three in Test cricket. <laughs> it's a mini Adam Gilchrist, isn't it? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And whether if he can finish his career anything like Adam Gilchrist, we'll be talking with him in the same sort of scenarios. How Gilly just was the icing on the cake of what is already a so he's only twenty one. Hodgie in first class cricket, his strike rate's ninety, <laughs> averaging fifty two. So um, he might be one that just lights it up. Yeah, as you were saying there, and the intriguing ones, Rohit Sharma, who ten years ago you thought, well, he'll be the Coley. Mm. Well, they'll have Coley and him, and he has not got going. Um, as good a one day white ball opener as we've seen. Yes. Scores two hundreds. But, but has never found a rhythm batting at six in Test match cricket. I'm not sure what they expect from him or how they're going to get the best out of him. I just think consistently guys like Hazelwood and Cummings will challenge his off stump. Mm. And, and, and he, I think he'll struggle. That's what we've seen in the past, and I think these two. Well, he might not. He might not start. He might not. No. Play, but well, he's been, he was. He was the one. He was the anointed one, wasn't he? When the IPL first started, yeah. and he was great in T Twenty cricket straight away. Look, I'm not sure how you get the best out of him. Uh, I'm not sure that he's used to coming in, batting against ring fields, and being challenged with an older ball. Whether he, you can put him up the order, I, I'm not sure. Whether sure. Well, it's less it. predictable. We've seen good first class players struggling test yeah. match cricket before and the one thing about one day cricket it's it's pretty measured you can only bowl in a certain box mm. in a certain avenue yeah but test match cricket well you can face three or four bounces or short balls yes. in and over and then get yorked or uh, the ball swings more consistently it seems more consistently because the pitchers hopefully have got more grass on them yeah oh look he's uh look he's a tremendous talent he's a great player he's gorgeous to watch if he does get a start and gets going then it's a nightmare yeah, for the Aussies. True. But I'm not sure he's getting going. I think we've got the artillery to, to cover him. Hey, uh, what about their pace attack? I've gone that this is actually the best pace attack that India have ever sent out to Australia. And there's a lot of players that you've faced and you've coached against. You know, Ishant Sharma, Bhuvi Kumar, Shami, Bumra X-Factor, Umesh Yadiv got his first temper against West Indies there. Yep. i tell you what, they've got real... Variety now. Australian public will probably know Ashant Sharma. Mm. You know that debut series all those years ago. He bowled really well. Yeah. And then he's had a tough time of it. But his last two years, and now with over two hundred and fifty Test wickets, still got the bounce and accuracy. But he just looks like it, it doesn't just go into right hand batsman. He can shape it away a bit. Um, builds pressure. You know, I think he'll, he'll enjoy the extra bounce here in Australia. When he first came onto the scene, I think uh, everyone was surprised, A, by his pace, and, 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 and B, how awkward Ricky Ponting yeah. found him. And that was a real surprise to everyone, because punter doesn't struggle to anyone. No, particularly quick. Uh, yeah, and it was, it, you know, to see punter get squared up and, and nick him and get bowled was a real surprise. Ishan, through there, as you mentioned, went through a, a phase where he probably then had to lead the Indian attack and probably wasn't was ready young. for it. Yeah. Now he's come back in and he really knows his craft. I think he's a bit like James Anderson and Stuart Broad where they're just at a stage where they know their game and they know what they're trying to do. And he can, he can go back to some basics when he's under pressure. Yeah. I think that's the great thing about Ishan Sharma. I'm well, with I, you I there. Think, I think um, when you talk about the... We talked about Mohamed Abbas, the Pakistan seamer, you know, who doesn't swing or seam the ball. He's not that quick. Yeah. But it's interesting when you go back to it, it's their accuracy. Yes. It's that accuracy that continually builds pressure. The batsman 
is often unsettled coming forward mm. and back. Your bowl to your fields. It's going to work in Test match cricket. Yes, it is. And I'm certainly with you going through the stats of these this fast bowling. Uh... Well, what about Boovy Kumar? I mean, he hasn't played a lot of Test match cricket. Sixty wickets at yep. twenty six. I think with James Anderson, the best swing bowler going around, he swings yeah. it to right and left handed batsmen. What I've seen is probably the improvement of pace. Mm. You know, whether he's just getting through the crease, well, doing the IPL the last few years ago, he just looks like his momentum through the crease, he's getting off his back foot with more power, stronger front arm, and he's just added that couple extra uh, yards of pace, yeah. which I think now, instead of just being a holding bowler, he can knock over top orders. Well, you th- I mean, anything under what average of 27 with a ball in Test cricket is up there with the best, Tick. isn't it? It's not Garner and Holding and McGrath stats. I'd say you're a very good Test bowler. That's pretty good. And um, under 30. Yeah, so, you know, there's a few there with those figures that stack up. It's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, I also know that Boomer and, uh, and Boovy are... Uh, I don't like to say, but they're Finchie's nemesis in, uh, in T20 IPL. in the IPL. Yeah. So that'll be something of a mind thing for him as well if he's walking out to open the batting against these guys. In yeah, the that's the thing, thing, isn't it? They, they would have bowled a lot to, to Finch and a few yeah. of the Australians that we're throwing up there. But uh, Boomerah, you know, different load up, um, stuttering run up, yeah. but um, excellent pace and bounce off a length. Um, can shape the ball away. Like, he's really worked on his skills there. He's yeah. got some change-ups. I wouldn't be surprised. He's one of the best Yorker bowlers going around the world. That's an underrated ball in Test match cricket as well. Yes. If you're just pushing um, someone back, pushing him back, and you can bowl a really good Yorker, mm. you're going to knock him over, particularly tails. Well, he's sharp. I think that's what uh, that's what people won't recognise about him. He's such got. A, he's such an awkward character to face, especially in T20. I've faced him. It's a nightmare because. The action, you, it's 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 a strange action. You don't get a good look at the ball. No, you no. don't. And you, you're searching for the ball, so you're looking for a bumper, a good length ball, a Yorker, and that change of pace. He's got this really flexible, dexterous wrist, which gives Subtle. him this yeah. real zip on the it's ball and makes it fix. dip and bounce. I think that's going to be a weapon in itself. So wearing wickets, yes. he'll actually get grip. He will, yeah. and he'll also be a nightmare for the tail enders, I reckon. Yeah. You know, those guys... Which that, is sometimes... Attacks come out here and they're spin ineffective, mm. um, so they don't can't just knock over the tail. But if they've got a little bit of extra pace and bounce, well, and and the and the next two guys have as well, Shami and um, Yadav. Yeah, they've got they're slippery, aren't they? Shami's got pace. Umesh Yadav's got some serious pace, and Umesh Yadav's probably he's probably at the top of his game right yeah. now. For the last sort of two years, he's been on fire. See, um, I like him. The only problem with Yadav is I don't like him when the ball's not doing much. But but he bowls genuine outies with the new ball to right-hand batsman. Mm. Then he bowls big reverse. So you could almost have specific spots where he bowls. Are they going to play all these four well, no, well, This first time ever, you? they can't. So t- um, only three are going to play. Is, um, is Pandy a fit? Is he no. on the tour? He's not fit, is he? No. That's a big loss. So they actually. won't have an all-rounder. Yeah, that's a big loss, actually, for them. Um, so, of the batsmen... Well, I'm Ashwin, not, not... I guess, is an all-rounder. Jadeja's an all-rounder in terms of... Not a fast bowling all-rounder. Yeah, but they couldn't bat seven. Richard Pant's good enough to hold down number six. six, actually. Okay. Yep. Okay, so that, that, that is an option for them, mm. to actually be able to play um, three quicks and two spinners. If you wield out that bowling attack against our batting attack at, at, batting at the moment, are we getting 300 consistently? 
I'm not sure we are, are we? Not, on their, not, a, not at their best. And they're well covered, aren't they, because of their dry pitches. Mm. Um, just about all these guys are experts in reverse swing, <laughs> aren't they? They can experts. all bowl well. With, and, and then also, then you've got Jadasia and Ashwin. Yeah. So this, this is... Um, yeah, I, I'm still not totally sold on, on their batting. Mm. Um, but this is a very good Indian team. Oh, it's a very good Indian team. And, and there's going to be unlucky players not getting a game. Yeah, this is their best opportunity to come out to Australia and Never won over here. And win, yeah. They've drawn series. Yep. So, um, can't wait for that to start in a couple of weeks' time. The Indian T20s are coming up, three of them. Mm. I believe there's about 30,000 tickets sold at the Gabba. Well, that's so, good. So, good. Let's yeah. get good crowds. Um, and King Kohli and Ravi Shastri, their team... Um, Coach, you know, said they're not taking a backward step. No. They're not taking a backward step. So um, how, how's it going to play out, these three T20s? Well, and why should they take a backward step? They're, they're the best T20 side in the world. Um, them and Pakistan, I think. And, then, and traditionally, Australians have struggled against them recently. Uh, the only way I can see Australia dominating this game is if Finch or, or Lynn happen to get yeah. 70 or 80 at the top. Uh, the problem we've got is that They've got pretty good spinners. <laughs> and we've seen the recent history, all our players struggle against yeah. spin. And the other factor is, is that we have got some big hitters against the spinners, but now we're playing on larger grounds. Yeah. So you've got to hit the ball 90 metres to actually get a six. Only that short pocket of the Gabba, which is one. But the MCG spins tough. To... Well, actually, the one spinner we didn't mention who's in the test squad and he'll play T20, it's cool deep. Yeah. So left arm uh, wrist spinner and also Chahal as well Gen- and Chahal. Mm, so yeah. they got some options, which is a it's a, it's a nightmare for Australia. But you know, I, Finchy whacked them. I just want them to let's get some positive performances out of it. That's what I'm. I think we for. will. I think we will. I think there's a lot of excitement around our our T20 side that we can get it right. Um, I just think we need to understand our roles as well. Yeah. Well, we, we talked about that, that last fine. week, and then the, obviously the T20. Up at the, the Gold Coast, you mm. know, I sort of question whether, you know, there's some scheduling that is out of Cricket Australia's control with all the ICC Future Tours program. That was the one I, I think was unnecessary, that we, the boys could have played a whole shield round. Yeah. They actually could have played it before the three one-dayers or just not even play. If it's not going to be a series, don't worry about it there. But what I learned out of that one was... Uh, Shane Warne is still dismissing pomps. And after <laughs> that inept batting display... From, from the Aussies, you know, he, he questioned Graham Hick. Hick has been involved as the batting coach for a few years there. You know, what what sort of... Well, do you agree with him firstly? And then secondly, you as a player, what sort of type of batting coaches do we need? Look, I don't want to disagree with Warney because you know when you do, you probably get a... You'll get a ban. You get a ban. Um, and I, I'm on good terms with Warney at the moment, <laughs> so I don't want to disagree with him. Um Look, I think the hard thing is is that we need to understand the process of what coaches actually do. Um, so to make comments and call for sackings and stuff like that, it, it's it's harsh. Yeah. But maybe fair. Um, maybe Warney's calling for an overhaul of the whole system. Yeah. You know, Pat Howard's gone. Lehman's gone. So just we've got a new coach gone. in there. Yeah. Why can't we get some new fresh blood and that in there? I think that might be more of a question which needs to be answered. Um, you know, we're moving away from... Past the leopard doesn't change its spots overnight, 
So let's get some fresh blood in there and make it. Do you a think difference. as batting coach too, you've got to do a little bit of marketing as well. Like I remember when Craig McDermott was the fast bowling coach. Mm. Now his big ethos, which you can coach the under 10s, was, was full and straight. Yes. Full and straight. I know that's very simplified and try and move the ball. Um, batting wise, you know, should, should you have a little bit of marketability to the different forms? So, you know, you actually get out in T20 cricket. And you go, well, this is blah, blah, blah. You know, in test match cricket, we're going, yep. to, we're going to play straight and wait for the bad ball, whatever it is. Look, this is why I liked Ponting uh, involved in the T20 side. There's, there's no one in our cricketing system that can actually teach these guys about 2020. Chris Rogers is there to teach them how to bat in test match cricket and block it. Graham Hicks never played a T20 in his yeah. life, I wouldn't have thought. And, he's, and the last time, he, if he did play, would have been a decade ago. Yeah. Um, who else is there? I'm... I'm not sure. Uh, I think we need. So more. My, ma- I think we need to go back to the whole cricket, uh, the centre of excellence. Yeah. And and try and understand what these guys are actually doing before they get to that level. And then, you know, Graham Hicks should just be the icing on the cake. I think and and understand what they're doing. If they're not making hundreds well, in Shield cricket, which they're not, ask them a question: Why? Why isn't that happening? But, but also, you know, as a player yourself, me as a bowling coach, yeah. I didn't want the guy, a bowling coach that actually reconstructed my um, game. Yeah. I actually need a bowling coach to go, you know, what do you do when you perform well? And yeah. I'd go, well, this that one here, two, three, four. Yeah. And he just manages that. And if he sees, if my commitment is, you know, power getting off the back foot, strong front arm, and I'm bowling terribly, and sorry, in, close to the yeah. stumps, and he knows I'm bowling wide of the stumps and falling away. I just want him to work, walk down the fine lane and go, hey, Flynn, you know how you've committed to yeah. close to the stumps power or you're wide of the crease? Um, so I, you need to be the CEO of your game. You do. Right? Correct. And these are consultants. And even the, the batting coach or bowling coach of Australia is just a consultant to your game. He is. The only, in defence of what Warney's talking about, though, how long's Graham Hick been there? Three or four years now? He's been now? there enough, yeah. I can't see anyone other than uh, Warner or Smith who, had, who has advanced as a as a batsman in yeah. our in those in that time period. Yep, that's a question I would put to that. Um, are we actually making our players better? That's that's what you've got to do as a coach. I think they're the questions that need to be answered to to mm. the big people, yeah, and they it. might make some changes there. Um, what about the women's T Twenty? The Southern mm. Stars are taking on the West Indies. Friday, come on, girls. Come they on, lost girls. to the West Indies over in India in the final a couple yep. of years ago. Uh, the main story is Alyssa Healy. Yes. And she was concussed going for a catch, um, you know, the collision with Megan Shute. Yes. She's got a black eye. Where's She's... the calling? What's going on? Uh, what is happening? You know, well, to be fair, I generally get out of the way of the keepers because they love that little stack, don't they? And they're a little caught. bit more stockier they're than the caught. tall fast bowler either. So. You know? um, yeah, Megan, get out of the way. But get she's out. got a black eye. She is running. I saw her taking catches uh, on video this morning. Yeah. And we, and we missed her, didn't we? Because she's been so dominant at the top of the order. Yeah, she's been on fire. And um, I look, hope she's okay. We need her We need her firing in the finals. We, this is this is where you know, our girls will shine. They're looking forward to and this the West competition. the girls are at home. Current yep. Support. Well, hopefully they're feeling a little bit of hometown pressure. Um, uh, let's hope that's the case. The, the West Indies are a test for us only because they're, you know, they're strong hitters of the ball. Um, you know, they can they can muscle our our girls around. That's their strength. That's their yeah. you know. So hopefully we can contain them. 
Um, but I think we're, we're still we're in good shape to win this game. Just going back to Alyssa Healy's concussion, the uh, Southern Stars coach Matty Mott mm. come out after that that they need a substitute um, role um, in cricket as well. Like we've done it in domestic cricket the last couple of years. If there's a player that's out for the rest of the game, yes. that can be replaced. If there's one um, actually tournament that there should be substitutions, it should be World Cups because there is a squad of players. Yes. So that should be able to be done. We don't want to. We don't want a final. If that was a yeah. final, and Alyssa Healy couldn't bat. Yeah. You know, that's such a big um, negative mm. for, for the Australians. And I and I know it doesn't happen often, but you got to yeah. you got to actually have. These clauses. See, in, I in like that. Conditions. I like that because I was a squad of the 2007 World Cup, and I sort of got benched yeah, take for some drinks. pretty good players for, for Simons and Shane Watson. I could use that as my ability, and when I'm running out the Powerade drinks, and instead of handing it, I could toss the you know toss it to them, and when they're distracted, I'm hitting the side of the temple, they get ousted. I find my way back into the site. I, I think it's a great Watto, strategy. Watto, just to actually ha- have Gatorade thrown on him would yeah. be enough to go, oh, I'm not I'm not. Presentable. Imagine how many games Andy Bickle would have played more if this... Well, particularly this when I was playing. I, I generally just used to last one in <laughs> for Victoria and Australia. Does it not happen in Shield cricket? I thought you can substitute no, it is. in Shield cricket. No, it's happening. So why doesn't it happen no, in the uh No, but this is... That, that, that was uh, Peter Roach. Uh, head of cricket operations, the cock. The title is the cockroach. Yeah, um, he, he definitely. I think it was a trial for a couple of years, and he said, "Mate, this is in." Yep. So you can do that, and we had a few concussions last year, actually. Oh, the Poms are winning. Yes, they're beating Sri Lanka, and uh, there was no broad, no best out, and it didn't matter. Um, they played three spinners. I, I think they picked a good team, mm. and their game plan was excellent. Thirty-eight wickets were lost to spin, Hodgey. A uh, lot of in and out fields for both teams. Yeah. You know, like it's just an arm wrestle. Like, oh, okay, you a, might be able to hit yeah. the gap, but you're not actually going to get four. Um, you know, root batted beautifully. But um, what I liked about England's tactics was there's almost a little bit of a one day uh, or white ball feel about it that you know, we know with the English white ball batsmen, they're power hitters, mm. but they're also, they also, they sweep. sweep. Yes, they, they do. They sweep. They hit, they, hit, they hit them hard in front of square. They lap, they reverse. And it's almost like they're going, well, in the subcontinent, you're going to play a lot of those shots. And they've mm. picked the butlers and players like that that um, you know, are very good at that shot. Root's very good at it as well. So um, well done to the Poms for, for, for picking, I think, horses for courses. Uh, they know the quicks aren't going to take a lot of wickets, and, and it's worked for them. They're a very, very good test-playing nation at the moment. They're, they're right on top of their game. Um, we're actually, I'm envious and jealous about their structure and their lineup at the moment. You like it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do like it. They've got, uh, maybe since Cookie's gone, one vulnerable position in their lineup. They've got a great middle order. They've got a wicket keeper who can come in and get 100. They've got three wicket Leave keepers. out their best wicket keeper. Best. Um, <laughs> you know, I think best, it's just, uh, they're, they're a fantastic cricket side, and I think they're. I think they're number one and number two at the moment. And the great thing is, yeah, so they'll play against Australia um, in England and then then Broad's back in, Bairstow's probably back in and they play a three-third seamer. So, well done. Jackie Leach, the left-arm orthodox. Even for him, doesn't turn a lot. Great accuracy, good field placements, excellent length. And he was a match winner. Well, they did this uh, last time they toured 
India with Monty Panesar, didn't they? They brought him in. Swan and Panesar. Specifically for that reason, just to, just to get the ball on a length. And, and force an issue with the field and put the field the out. The is doing that. Yes. Um, and then they've got, obviously, Ali, who's fantastic in subcontinent mm. conditions. Yeah, just plenty of questions. Then Rashid Yaleghi yes. is the X factor. Nothing's happening. Let's go. And, and, and he spins the ball, you know, a fair way. Also, great wrong and tail in trouble. So, so is that good management from England yes. team? Good continuity between the selection, coach, captain. That's what I see when I yep. see that blueprint. And I, and I hopefully our selectors and management have watched and seen, how can we get it right? Unfortunately, well, we, we had put the Pakistan series yeah. and we didn't unearth anything, did we? Not, not anything at all. No, we didn't try anything. We just did the norm. Um, we took Johnny Holland over there, I guess, which was probably a good selection, but... Unfortunately, didn't it, didn't, pay off. it didn't pay off, but that's okay. Um, what, did you watch the end of the New Zealand-Pakistan test? <laughs> so it was actually four runs. I did, it's actually. the fifth smallest margin ever. Um, Pakistan bowled beautifully. Hassan Ali, have you seen much of him? He's a real goer. Yeah, he is. He's a goer. There's a bit of Waka Yunus about him. He's Not unreal. quite the pace, but you give him the ball, he wants it. He gets Pfeiffer. Yep. So he, he almost gets his team over the line. They're chasing 176. They're cruising. They're cruising. Yep. They lose six for 24. It starts with a run out. <laughs> both batsmen down one end. Yeah. And then what I enjoyed with only, what, 28 runs to win, the amount of just out-and-out out slogging. <laughs> um, there was lapping. Yep. Did you see? I, I think it was um, as an alley might have lapped Wagner, the left arm quick back over the keeper's <laughs> head. Um, the running between the wickets. And just watching Mickey Arthur's the oh, Pakistan yes. coach reaction. But... Um, once again, Pakistan cricket have done some really good things last year, but there's, you, you always think there's half a chance of this happening, don't you? Well, you do. It's been, it's history has said that it's a chance, but it hasn't happened to Pakistan for a while. No. They've actually been playing some... I'd like to see them in the APS system, because they have collapses <laughs> like Wesley College and Harvard College. <laughs> it was, you could see Mickey Arthur just tearing his eyeballs out. It was a disaster, but... What I love, Cracking I love, I love the flamboyant. <laughs> I love the way that the batsman and the tail ender thought. You know what? I'll play to my strengths. My strengths is trying to hit the ball into the stadium. Hassan Ali, they've got everyone out. He's on zero. He's had his six balls. Nah, that's yeah. enough. I'm going. Caught a cow corner. Verinda Seawag once when we were playing for Leicestershire was just just before uh, lunch against Surrey. It was it was just it was on a hundred. Anyway, Seclan Mushtaq was playing. He come on. And he pushed everyone on the field. It was the over before tea. Yeah. Every player, bar the wiki kid, was on the field, uh, on the fence. <laughs> anyway, first ball is bowled at Seawag. Six. Next ball, six. Yeah. Next ball, six. Next ball, six. Next one, out. Yeah. Caught. It was one ball before the break. Yeah. He walks in. And the coach is just looking at him like, going, what are you doing? What are you thinking? What were you, you could have got 500 today. And he just walked up to the coach, looked at us and went, I knew it was Dusra. Just did not hit middle of bat. <laughs> that would be the comment I'd expect from him. Exactly, exactly. No admitting about tactics and all that. Yep. I would have hit it for six, but I didn't quite middle Just it. didn't hit the middle of the bat. Wasn't yep. it? Wasn't so weird. Fantastic. <laughs> Talking about player. strong Indian batting lineups, I didn't put so weird no, in there. and he was at the top of the okay, order. Okay, it's time. 
It's time. This is why uh, celebrities around the world, they, they're not tweeting as much. Instagram's been hit big time. Facebook, because they know that there's a hint of social media self-promotion. Bradley Hodge, we nailed them. Who are you into today? I'm onto them today, and I've gone for a, a specific cricket flavour, actually, which has been good. Um, we need it. It's good that uh, a couple of the big boys have... They're back. back. They're back, actually, which has been good. Uh, well, I reckon after last week, Greg Norman goes, I'm going back to back here in the social media self-promotion. But there's... I'll tell you what, Normo, I don't know what he's been doing this week. I don't know whether he's gone on a, uh, a yoga eco-treat resort what? or something. What? I haven't seen him. Ooh. He's cold as ice. So I'm not sure what's happened. Maybe he's just doing the right thing and letting Maybe other people catch Maybe up. Maybe you've got to his head I just going, I'm just going to nail me. I think, I think I may have actually. But look, I want to start with um, someone who's just starting to get vocal because the cricket season's coming up. The Indians are coming out. And that's our big friend Mitchell Johnson. With yeah. His, yeah. And I tell you what, aren't his guns looking massive at the yeah. moment? My God. Well, I see on the, the uh, tweets, he's putting in a lot of work. He is putting in a lot of work. But this is uh, this is not actually him in the gym. Oh. This is him. And, and, I, and I, I just want to... So this is for Mitchell Johnson. But I want to question exactly what Mitchell Johnson is doing. Uh, it's, it's backstage at the Prive Fashion Platform, which... I have no idea what even that is. My collaboration with Kina Parrell. And he's just, he's there with three other four dudes just in a photo posing at a fashion parade. Oh, jeez. The, the big votes here. And the thing what yeah. he's got is he's got the big kick-ass tattoo on his sleeve. Yeah. Like, you're tough. Don't do fashion. Get back into the gym, man. Yeah. That's what we love you yeah. for. Promote yourself, pump and keep bouncing mind. tweets at Correct. guys you used to bowl Correct. to. Correct. But we know oh. maybe you... Well, you better keep track of him. I just thought it was a. It was worth knowing that, Mitch, we don't even associate with you, these guys, but we know what you're doing. No. Maybe you're trying to... If he's to with the other but... fast bowling guys, if he's with Joe Angel or something, yep. that's fair enough. Look, uh, a lovely return to form for the former captain of Australia, Michael Pup Clark, which thank God he's made a return. He's back. What, it's what, been what's great. What's his go? Is a little sneaky one? Or no, no, no. This, this is massive. This is absolutely massive. <laughs> and and he's, he's not just one, but number two. So first off, let's start with... Uh, Happy birthday to SQ Australia. Thanks for having my gorgeous wife at Kylie Clark. So many women are, I think, in one room at Hublot Australia, which... So there's three or four in but there, isn't the it? thing was, why do you even just tag in a, a, a watchmaker at the end of which has nothing to do with anything what you're doing? Now you know why? Because we you're getting a free watch, mate. Michael! Free watch. That's why... Um, and no need to tag your missus in there either. And and we know she's gorgeous, so there's no yeah. need to actually say that. You know he's looking um, for there? A- another retweet too. Pup, well yeah. done. Well uh, done. But this is even better. So this is, must be a this flow on. <laughs> this is even better. Loving, loving having my wife on the Today Show discussing the risks of skin cancer with at Sonia Kruger. At David Campbell, oh. at Cancer Cancel, hashtag own your tune, tone, hashtag prevention better than cure. Um, listen, this is good that a pasty white, is he redhead, Michael? There's a tinge of ginger. There yeah. is a tinge of ginger. Um, that's only because he wanted to be like Warnie, I reckon. That he, Could be. I reckon he actually yes. dyed his pubes in that. 
orange oh, to okay. be a bit it's like puby, but that's okay. Um, but loving having my wife on the Today Show, I actually never knew that you were actually on Your the show. Today Show. Yeah. How about love having yourself on the Today yes. Show first? And my wife. And your wife. Thanks to the Today Show yes. for having me and my wife. Correct. But well done, pup. You got yourself on TV. Serious issue, skin cancer. Hey, yep. hey, we want you to slip with it. Don't worry about that. Slap. Yeah. Um, oh. But a welcome return to Michael Clark. Thank God. I think he might be the leader. Um, and uh, another man who has been socially apt lately and been on fire the great king shane warren who continues some social media frenzy but book, book. it's not hashtag spin no 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 spin this is looking forward to the at the world cup golf yeah um in hashtag melbourne this week playing with playing in the program with my great friend at ryan fox golfer i assume he's a golfer yeah uh, at Dimmy Mascaronish, hashtag Sunbelt, hashtag Titleist, hashtag Footjoy. So we know that he's sponsored by Titleist and probably getting some free shoes off Footjoy. We know Warren Foyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in. Yeah. And thanks for, the, thanks for the offer to let us come and have a game as well, even yeah. though I'm uh, retired from I'll, golf. I'll, but... I'll mention that to him when I get out there too. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> So that's why we're doing this early because he's got to go and tee off a bit later on, but that's okay. World Cup of Golf and Metro. So a wonderful return to our to the former captain of of Australia, but this one I'm super excited about. (laughs) This one I am super super excited about. Google Gilly is back. Yes. (laughs) Thank God, Google Gilly is back. That's the headlines for social media self-promoter this week. Is he at Google? Had a little sit down with this legend today. Thoughtful, insightful, awesome, self-belief, and simply a pleasure to spend time with. Damien Martin. No, it wasn't Martin, actually. Okay. Um, Thanks at Virat Coley. Boom. I owe you dinner. At Fox Cricket, oh, hashtag cricket, hashtag Oz versus India. Um, he should have put in there um, cupping the ball bag as well, oh. but he didn't put that in actually. But um, Google Gilly, go on, get Dunk in there, you're boy, you are back. back. He was third last year. So, so mate, that's me for this week. I purely went cricket. Um, oh, I love it because we've got big names at back. I mean, the Sharks said, I'm going to go back to back. Evelyn was telling his close friends he considers winning the Social Media Self-Promoter Award last year as his third major. Yes. <laughs> as his third major. He was going for a fourth major. Um, and there's no... The Players' mi- Championship, is it? There's actually no <laughs> minimum, minimal votes here. These are all big votes. So, so the, the smallest is actually for SK, um, three votes. Yes. No one votes, three votes to Warney. And uh, yeah, I'll see you out there today. Um, Google Gilly is back with four. I mean, it, I would have halved that, but um, my, my treat for dinner. Like just a little... Oh, my didn't God. need to say that. So you they're mates. Know. Yeah, mates. Um, five votes for Mitch. We yes. love Mitch, and we love your tweeting in general, particularly when you're just using that mental disintegration. He's gonna, to, he's but, gonna hot up for fashion. sure. I don't know fashion, about fashion. Oh my God. And um, back big time, um, a combined ten votes to the pup, Michael, Michael pup. Clark. And without doing my leaderboard, he is to the top, and he's going to be tough to beat. He will be tough to beat from now on. I just feel that 
these particular guys. They're excited. The cricket season gets them out, doesn't it? They're going to come hard, I reckon. They're going to see some serious That's the Social stuff. Media Self Promoter Award. Okay, retro book review oh, today. Yes, I'm excited about um, this. And, you know, Australia, right? Faf Duplessis is saying, oh, they were tame, the Australians. You know, that sort of... Coley said, we're going to go harder than... Mm. You know who we need to be there talking to the team? It's the five foot two Tasmanian who used to bat number three against the West Indies. It's David Boone. Back of the book says, Boone is the story of Tasmania's most beloved cricketing hero. So this was obviously before Punter really got there. So it's probably second, but a legend. Um, He offers his observations on uh, recent test series over here and abroad, facing Malcolm Marshall, Ian Bishop, Kirtley Ambrose and Wazim Akram. Mm, And just reading a little bit, if you've got it at home, can you just go to the forward by Alan Border? What a legend. Yep. Booney makes you more aware of what a great bloke he is when he's only five foot two with flared pants. I think he's borrowing a bit of the 12th man. Mm. May there be more runs from the keg on legs. Well done, Babs. AB. So this is, I think it's that mentality we want. Yeah. Richie Benno's quoted in here. There's something about him that tells you Booney's tough. The way he walks out with his baggy green. There have been players who have been proud before, but no one more proud to play for Australia than David Boone. If you progress to page 20 for a read, the Boone-Hughes incident. This sums up Babs, I reckon. 1987, third season of Booney's stint as captain. They're playing New South Wales. Tasmanian battered Boone and Glenn Hughes, brother of Kim, uh, were dismissed. The Tassie team was staying at the Black Buffalo. Where the hell is that? Hotel. <laughs> the Black Buffalo. It's probably burnt down now. Glenn and I, this is quote, had gone to Tattersall's, the Hobart restaurant bar, for a meal and a couple of beers. Oh. That's what you did. Got back to the hotel about 10 o'clock. Boys were playing cards. So we joined in for a bit of poker. Hughes had always been a bit of a um, scapegoat for the Tasmanian team. At times, he was strapped to the medical stretcher with adhesive tape and begging for assistance. <laughs> this is the sort of culture we need. Yes. Maybe more for T20 cricket than Test cricket. Back at the Black Buffalo, uh, Booney is playing and Hughes is next to him and is exposing his cards. Glenn, there's no use betting on that. And then Hughes has gone, you stop looking at my hand, you so-and-so. Oh. And then Glenn Hughes finally says to Booney, you look at my cards again, I'm going to deck you. They'd opened earlier in the day. No way. The reaction was a wrestle. Unsurprisingly, guess who won? Babs. Babs. Glenn started squealing like a pig, the right. teammate said. In the hubbub, Boone admits that an ashtray on an adjacent table was knocked to the floor and broken. <laughs> they were later suspended, but the moral of the story is... If we can play with the spirit of David yes. Boone, AB said it, Richie said it, Glenn Hughes probably didn't sort of say <laughs> it at the Black Buffalo. And my call is the incentive for Australia, right? Mm. What JL should, should say is if we win the first test against India, guess who's going to come and sing the song? Well, Booney. So to you, Booney, you're big on social media. Are you prepared if Australia can win the first test in Adelaide? Can we fly you in? Can you sing the song for the Australian team? Well, he's done it for Channel 7. He got up there and 
mimic the words of underneath the Southern Cross did, ice didn't there. He? Yeah, so there's no reason why you can't do it for Australia. Oh is yeah, there... and, and and if you can find it anywhere, you just put, like this is where I'd I'd say three hundred dollars. I'll tell you what I'd love to see in that. I'd love to see fifty two pages of him talk through each can that he consumed on the way well, over to the, London. It's that it's actually not like his build. It's not solid and, and round. <laughs> it's actually it's more like Bruce Rude. Isn't it's it? thin and it's almost like it's almost as many pages as cans as he had Melbourne to London there. That's how thin it is. I was a little bit disappointed in that one. Some good photos. You know, 300 bucks. That's a cool book. I like that. You know what you should do? The the Black Buffalo Hotel is still available. I think we're going to do a bowl on North Hobart, 14 Federal Street, North Hobart. We should go and reenact that exact we'll incident do that. down there. That would be pretty cool, in fact. Is there any ashtrays there? I think. No, there is not at the moment. Okay, that's it from the Bowlology Report. Thanks to all our listeners. They're subscribing, iTunes, SoundCloud, etc. We're up to 33 oh, yes. Swedish listeners this week, up from four. I wonder 33. if that's our mate promoting it over there, because I actually sent him a message and saying, get the message out there. Yeah. And he said you should follow croquet. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a bit Sweden, of croquet. Okay. My call out now is for um, our Canadian listeners, all eight of them. Can we at least get a team up next week? And a quick trivia question. Who is the greatest Canadian cricketer of all time? Greatest Canadian cricketer? Look, I can only think of one that played for him. That was Johnny Davison, who was our friend. He got 100 and, was it 116 against West Indies quickest in the World Cup. World Cup 100 at the time. So for Johnny D, for Johnny Davidson's, and still doing some good work coaching there. Can we get more listeners there? I'm off to the World Cup of golf. <laughs> Go the Aussies, go Leishman and Smith. He's not. Um, and I reckon we finish off with a little bit of DJ Bravo, who wasn't in the votes. Is he hashtag champion? We'll see you next week. DJ Bravo. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.